Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. For those of you new this week, each episode of this series has a special guest who will share insight on life, careers, and their story to success. Today we're talking to Katie Serino, founder of the 12-ish style and dog manager to her famous pups, Toast, Muppet, and Underpants. Katie is a University of Wisconsin grad and talks about the journey of her 20s and taking advantage of bad jobs to find what you really love. Get ready to laugh out loud when listening to our conversation. Welcome, Katie. So let's start rocking and rolling. A big conversation that we have on College Fashionista and myself being an entrepreneur is just entrepreneurship. Talk a little bit about how you started your brand and like the very first steps you took from an idea to actually executing and, and starting something. Well, I I think something that gets really lost in the messaging of being your own brand right now, which is like very popular and like developing your own business, is that I think what we're missing is a bit of experience and that I, I actually don't advise being in college or right out of college and starting your own brand, which might be a controversial advice for people, but yeah. I think there's there is so much valuable what's the word I can't like there's value to working for other people what? and companies yes. and like learning what's bad everything. and what's good. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know what you're doing like right. straight out of college. I certainly didn't. And right. thank God that I had like <laughs> some of those jobs that were not great or not a good fit or bosses that were bad or right. things like that because that's how you learn. And then you get those great mentors that show you what you want to do and you learn along the way and that's your road. I think that so often right now because of social media, people get the idea that you should just like step into the world like as your brand. Yep. But I don't agree. I think that if you have something really really unique and like if you have a specific... you're a certain type of person. Sure. Like sure. it, it works. I mean, I started I my company out of college. <laughs> I know. I know. I know that's but, not what people want to hear. But I agree with you that you, there are things you learn working for a company and that's you're just the like exception a, yeah you know you're the exception and yeah. and I don't think that everyone is the exception and I and I don't mean to be discouraging I just think go it's out truth and, hurts. and <laughs> just go out and and work for some inspiring people okay. and do the shit work that you hate but learn from it right because, where did you work oh so many places <laughs> I hated so in college, I interned at Chanel, and I did two summers there, and I learned so much, sometimes not by doing anything, but just by watching. Right. Um, and when I graduated from college, I worked at... Where'd you go to school? Yeah, so I went to Wisconsin, and I I graduated, and I worked at Dolce & Gabbana, and I thought it was going to be this like big, glamorous job. And I was in the sample closet, like folding things, and I was like getting, doing press clippings, but... I learned the process of how to do things or how celebrity dressing works or right. um, just you you learn things at the bottom that kind of shape the whole basis of your career because by the time you get to the top, you understand what it takes to do something like, um, I mean, messengering an outfit or pulling an outfit. Those Fine, things are like simple things. Exactly. But you have to understand how things get done. And so you start at the bottom. And when did you transition from – so it sounds like you were, like, going in the luxury direction. I was going in the luxury. And-, mm-hmm. and then I decided I wanted to go into an agency, a PR agency, and see what it was like to um, 
to work with other brands. Still luxury. Always luxury. We're just all luxury here. You love luxury. Love luxury. <laughs> um, and then I quickly realized that just PR in general, the office environments for me wasn't what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, and there I am at 2026 20, and I started my company my PR company because and you I took like the skills from the intern, the, skills, the job, the PR, the, mm-hmm. from all the Which stuff is young, that was awesome. Still young, still, still young, young to do it, still early to do it. What is something that you've learned about being an entrepreneur that wouldn't be so obvious to people? I think that when people hear that you control your own schedule or you can go to the gym anytime or take vacation anytime you want, they think your life is easier somehow. But what you don't understand about being an entrepreneur also is that you have to handle really unsexy things like your own taxes. You have to have the pressure of making sure that you're making money because you don't know, uh, you don't have a salary. You don't have like, you, right. you don't have that stuff all set out for you. So you, it, it's all up like to you. Like keeping the lights on where you, you work. Know, exactly. So basically people are always like, oh, you must sleep in, you must wake up and like go to the gym and no I wake up in like a cold sweat <laughs> every day and have been for 10 years Panic. because I yeah because I'm like I gotta I gotta do it myself I yeah. could not agree more with yes. you on that comment. but I'm sure but people must think that you have yeah. this like cushy life but it's you're so lucky I'm like <laughs> I cannot sleep ever <laughs> no no sleeping like it's it's so much out of pressure and like I I think most entrepreneurs that I've met at least in New York like we're never satisfied. Right. And it's like you we always want more. And I think most people feel that way, but I feel like when it's your own business oh. and brand, it's like so much more heightened. It and is. It's like you're like I mean, for us at college Christian, you said we finish one project and like before it even finishes, I'm like onto seven more right. that I want to do. And I'm sure you're the same exact right. way. And the question my friend um my friend and my business partner for the twelve ish always says, Is it time to celebrate yet? And it's never time to celebrate because like, and that's, that is something that I'm trying to do more, having these like small victories or feeling satisfied a little with like achieving something and saying, we did it. Okay, great. On to the next. But it's important to, to recognize when you've achieved a goal because it's easy when you're an entrepreneur to just like, ugh, like I'm not there yet. Like, and just keep ramming through things, but you have to recognize when you do, when you do something. Take a break. Yeah. What's your favorite collaboration you worked on? I would say that the collaboration with Karen Walker and Toast has been the most exciting thing that I've done because it was totally unexpected and working with a designer that I have always liked. I've always liked her sunglasses and she's the coolest, most beautiful woman when she approached me to say that she wanted Toast to be the model for her campaign, I thought she meant like like the back of the lookbook, like <laughs> as like something extra. When I got to the set, she had a, a stylist and a, a guy with a wind machine and a hair guy and like nail. I mean, it was crazy. I'm like, it's a dog. But uh, <laughs> but the photos were beautiful. Yeah, they and were they, amazing. They took her very seriously and they loved her story. Was Toast well behaved? Toes always well behaved. How are your yeah. dogs like so well behaved? They just are. It's just their personalities. What's the I mean, Muppet's a demon. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> but it's just their personalities. Like people are always like, "Did you drug Toast?" Yeah, like Toast to put seems the cl- like no, but she. You, I mean, people, chill. you can't see her right now, but she's like on her own human. She's like on a mini. little chair. They're yeah. all like just as a dog just chair, so chill, like a human chair but for dogs. And yeah, they're just sleeping. That's all. That's what they do. They sleep. They, they model. They travel. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. 
how do you split your time between the 12-ish style and then managing the dogs and I mean just every every part of your life you've got a bunch of different things you're juggling how do you divide your day every day is different which is great for someone like me who's like so ADD because I get to I get to go into a lot no day is ever the same right and I really like that but so for example today I'm mostly doing 12-ish work because I have a shoot tomorrow uh, so I have to get all of that ready. And then maybe like next week I'll be doing stuff for fashion week and that'll be mostly toast, oddly enough. So, so like it's just a, it, it depends on like project by project basis. And exactly. What's going yes. on. Yes. And I find that too when I worked in PR, it just I couldn't really tell you how many hours I worked per client or per whatever because things things change every week. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. How do you stay educated and up-to-date on the new social platforms and the changing landscape of new media? I don't, and I have a <laughs> freak out like every two days about it, but social media is something that's very fun for me and something I really enjoy talking about and like participating in. So, for example, when, when Instagram stories came out, I was really curious to see um, how that would play out, and it's still playing out with, with people, but... I feared that it would kill Snapchat, but I find that there's just a totally different audience for Snapchat. They're younger, that I like the platform better, um, but Instagram stories allows people who maybe are not as, they don't have as much time for social media to get into that video platform, that casual. Yeah, the raw, yes, unedited type Yes, content. exactly. I saw something cool. We were talking about it in the office on Instagram with storytelling and like, the way to use Instagram stories differently than how you would use Snapchat. I mean, we're obsessed with Snapchat and it's very raw and not scheduled. I mean, kind of just do it. But I think there's a way, like everything we put on Instagram is so scheduled. There's a way to almost make Instagram stories a little bit scheduled to like tell more about a photo. So I do think there's a different purpose, but I mean, there's so many platforms. It's like you have to find what resonates with you yes. and like your audience and I don't think you have to be on every platform I feel like it's like what's best for you do it right great and right. do it well like right. spreading yourself thin no just to just participate. to be on like yes how do you get new followers and develop an audience when there's so much noise in the content space Ugh, so hard it's so saturated this is, right basically, now. Basically, I feel like my whole interview right now is just me being a curmudgeon, being like, go get a job. <laughs> but honestly, it... <laughs> Never leave college. Well, I will just don't leave college. That's the first thing. <laughs> But, um, like, you like being right near all your friends. Like, you'll never be near, near your friends again. Like, get ready to always <laughs> you like be on a plane. In. You like sleeping in and, like, watching, like, a weird TV show at 3 in the afternoon. Never again. <laughs> you hope never again because that means you're unemployed and weird. Um, oh, I will tell you. I think that, again, I'm just going to emphasize the work behind it because there's – I think there's a misconception with people showing up to a platform, a social platform, and saying, hey – they, these people have all these followers. This is easy. It's not easy. It is very hard to build a following. Yeah. And there's like no shortcuts, there really. There's no shortcut. And the, of course, the easiest way to do it is to have someone with bigger a bigger following post about you. But those people are also watching their back. And they're like, I don't want to give. It, it, this is a business now for people. So For like everyone. For everyone, right? So they're not giving up. Like, a, they're not just throwing you a bone because right. 
they like your account. Like this is, you have to come in with something right. to offer. So it's a weird world. Like it's very so weird. weird. Nothing's more weird than the dog Instagram game. But <laughs> nothing. But I, the, do with, people, is it like a competitive landscape in the dog? Oh yeah. It's I very mean, I know toast, but yeah. like it gets, like it, it, it's do, like people get mean. Not mean. It's just very competitive. And everyone with a pet thinks that they can, make a famous dog account the internet is littered with like dead accounts of like dogs that like had two pictures taken and then their parents were like this was fun but hard yeah this was fun but i have a job and like i don't want to like dress you up in a costume every day <laughs> um but with the 12 so that's style, another thing yeah i think that all of this brand building whether it's a blog or it's instagram it's about like consistency yes. and like you just said that I yes. see so many students create a blog and they're like oh, yes. buzzing about it and they're super excited and then they like I don't know what happens. Yes. Well, so it's like so much repetition and consistency. I talked to Toast's manager when I was about to start the 12ish style. She's rep by a great manager and they had a really honest conversation with me and they're like, "Okay, I think you have something to say. You have like a point of view with the 12ish style that isn't out there." But are you going to want to do it in a month? Are you want to yeah. you want to do it in six months when you're not getting paid and you just have to keep producing content and buying clothes? Totally. And doing it yourself. And I did because it's just it, – I was so passionate about that message and I still am. And it's just something that – it was my everyday life. It just felt so organic to me that I knew I wouldn't have a problem. And we are over a year later and it was the right call. Right. But I do – To be like committed to your idea. Yes. To be really committed to the idea and to know that no one's going to show up and, like, clap for you and, like... Send you Gucci shoes. Send you Gucci shoes and, like, you're going to work really hard on a story and, like, ten people are going to read it, you know? Like, yeah. this is this is the <laughs> beginning. Yeah. But then, eventually, so uh, this month I launched um, my series Super Size the Look on People.com. So that's like yes, that's awesome. Thank you. It's it's something and that was an idea that my business partner and I we came up with last winter. We were like, "Hey, like let's take celebrity looks cuz they're doing them anyway and um make them for larger sizes." And That's awesome. And I love that and people loved it and so it just it's but it's a lot of work to get there. Yeah. Wow. I mean, college and after college is such an experimental time and Yeah. I mean, unless you just have this idea that you cannot like think about anything else, like working for someone or a mm -hmm. company, yeah, is great, and you're gonna learn so much, and there you're gonna benefit, yes. and like when the time comes, if you want to have your own business or own brands, like it'll it'll make sense. Yes, it's like I I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. I knew I wanted to have my own business at some right. point, but I didn't have this like plan. Right, but then college fashionista, it just like presented itself to me. Yeah, like it felt like the right time. I felt prepared for it. Like. And so I went with it. Yeah. But it wasn't like me forcing being like, I went in my own business trying to think of ideas, pitching random ideas. No, like, but there was momentum and you yeah. felt it. And I think that there's a difference between – I think there's a difference. For and, sure. and you can feel it when something is right. Because sure. both things. Toast, when I started Toast Instagram, people were like, you're nuts. I was like, Toast can be famous. And people were like, you've lost it. It's over for you. <laughs> but um, – Look I, at me now. Yeah. Hey, like – but to, but honestly, to, like that was something that I believed in, and I I knew that I could do, and I felt that, and I did it. But it took 
a lot of work on a lot of people um, thinking that I was doing something very weird and maybe just, yeah, it's time to hang it up. What is the craziest story you've had with super fans of Toast? Uh, I've had people cry <laughs> with Toast. And it's 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 weird because like they, young people, no older people, not that old, but like not. I don't know what is old and young. Maybe like let's go mid forties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like putting an age and yeah. not saying like older young. Yeah, we're just going mid forties on it, and that was at a pop up toast. <laughs> I think I think that I think that it's it's emotional for some people. Because you see Toast on your Instagram every day or wherever you're watching her. And there's also her story and her, like, visible reminder of her story, which is that she's a puppy mill rescue um, who is making puppies for pet stores. She's a former breeding mom. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you are buying a dog from a pet store or online, they, they all come from these places called puppy mills, which is where they basically factory farm dogs so they just keep them in a cage and then they breed them and breed them until the until the the mom or the dad can't produce anymore and then they usually kill them i'm full of joy today happy (laughs) yeah just giving you all the all the good stuff um and and so toast muppet and underpants all have these great rescue stories and so i think people are very touched when they meet them for sure to know that they have this great life now and that they came from such a, a rough beginning for sure yeah which is why her tongue sticks out because her teeth were rotted when we got her. So that's very common. Um, I mean, how so, old was she when you got her? She was uh, five. Okay. So to have all your teeth out at five is, um, I mean, it just shows you how bad. Yeah, things of course. Were. Yeah. The final questions are just one word answers. Yeah. Going out or staying in? Staying in. Same things. Favorite brand? Euro. Social platform you are on the most? Snapchat. Thank you. Oh, yay. Thank you. Thank you, Katie, for talking to us. Be sure to follow her on Instagram at the12ishstyle. I hope you will all join us for our next Office Hours conversation. And please subscribe to us on iTunes as well as rate the show. We appreciate all the support. Until then, 